We're live. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning, dear people. <laughs> good morning to you. How well, you guys doing? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We are looking forward to our uh, broadcast today. We have a special guest. Oh, man. We got us a special guest. I mean, we've had lots of special guests before, but today's special guest the one we got today, you guys are going to love her. We're looking forward to it. We're definitely looking forward to it. We're looking forward to sharing with you our topic today, which is words on words. Wednesday. Words. 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 Um, words matter so much. First off, it, our basic form of communication is speaking, and the tool that we use are the words that we choose. The words that we choose can greatly impact how people perceive us, how we were accepted, Places that we work, all of that stuff. And I actually believe that it compounds upon what we talked about yesterday, mm-hmm. which was yesterday we talked about topic. blessings and um, how to get lucky. Yesterday we talked yeah. about how to get how lucky, to get lucky, or blessed, or um, get favor. Get favor. We're going to be right back, and we're going to talk about it after these messages. Good morning, my name is Brian McNeil. And I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And thank you for joining us on our show, Let's Talk About It. We come to each Monday through Friday right here on the SIBN Network, on iHeartRadio, YouTube, TuneIn, as well as Facebook Live. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Like, 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 like. Like, 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 like. We are here and we are looking forward to chatting with you about words. So once again, just to recap on yesterday, we are talking about grace, favor, and luck. So we were talking about what's the difference between grace, favor, and luck? Oh my gosh. Um, one of our friends sent me a message yesterday. Um, his name is um, Chef Rev, yes. a.k.a. Pastor George. Um, and I wanted to read to you what he said yesterday. Um, I wanted to find it. I think it's in my Facebook or did he send it direct to my text? He said he had to get off this morning, but this is how he explains grace. Grace is God's creative capacity to expand what cannot be explained, to give what can never be earned, to love and live from a place of worthiness and not shame. And Absolutely. I think that that is a beautiful definition. Good morning. Good morning, Melissa. Melissa was our guest on last week, Tuesday. Was Melissa she? St. Claire. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is she there? Okay. Yes. Good, ne- good morning, Renee. Thank you for joining. We look forward to seeing you today. At Melissa, I'm so happy to see you. We have a guest that's going to be here at 915. Melissa, I think you're going to love her. What's up, Renee? I'm looking forward to seeing you today at noon today, Renee. Um, definitely. I got some stuff to announce today at noon, and I'm just excited about a lot of things. But we talk about the power of words. The words, and you know what? It's, it's the words, yes, but not even just the words. The way we choose to inflect how we the use words. the words. Yeah, which words we choose to use and how we use them. Which words we choose to emphasize. And we got a, a wonderful guest today that's going to help us to bring that home. You know, because sometimes people put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable, okay? And when people put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable, 
the, the communication can be messed up altogether. Yes, it can. You know what I mean? Try to put the wrong emphasis on the wrong. <laughs> so, uh, good morning. Um, okay, we got our, yes, yeah, you're going to like our guest. And Melissa was a guest on our show a few times. Absolutely. A couple, I mean, a couple weeks ago, I think it was. Absolutely, absolutely. I've got to select it. Bill, uh, Renee says she's excited, super excited about seeing us both. We're looking forward to seeing you as well. Thank you guys for those of you who are out there who have not yet responded. Please let us know that you're there so we can say hello and greet you as well. Um, yesterday we were talking about luck and grace, and we talked a little bit about blessings and a little bit about mercy. And understanding that all these things are one of the ways that we can curry more favor uh, or blessings, if you will. You gonna make your point, or you gonna read? Is 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 by using what we used to call the magic words. You know, when, we, when I was growing up, we would use the magic words. We were taught the magic words. The magic words were please and thank you. The magic words were gracious and complimentary. Those uh, those tenants, I believe, have not been necessarily passed down as strongly as I would have liked to have. And if we have time today, as the sales confidence coach, I will teach you the magic word in selling. There's one word that is more powerful than any other word in your attempt to sell yourself and your services. And if, that's only if you guys are good. And if we have enough time, I'll teach you guys the magical selling word. Um, the word, you know, right, most of guys that tune into this show live within the contiguous United States of America. I know Melissa's in Canada, I believe, but most of us live in the United States of America. But this country is giving giving credit to Columbus for the discovery, even though there were lots of people here already. <laughs> To give Columbus a discovery. So why are we not the United States of Columbus? <laughs> why are we the United States of America? Do you know why? Yes. I know why. I know Do why. Do you guys know why? Because even though Columbus was given credit for it, even though there was tons of people here already, um, there was a guy named Amerigo Vespucci. Amerigo Vespucci. Amerigo Vespucci. <laughs> and what Amerigo Vespucci did was he wrote about what was going on into the new world. He was a writer and reported it back to England. And because he kept communications through the written form, he became more important. The guy who reported it became more important. Than the one who claimed it. Than the one who claimed it. All of them are wrong. All of them are wrong. But the guy <laughs> who reported it is the one that won. All throughout history, even biblical history, the ability to communicate in both speaking and writing. The power of. That's where all of our leaders have come from. Our country, the United States, was founded upon the people who can speak and write best. Speaking and writing. And what you put down in words. And we're going to talk about that today. Sister Jacqueline, Good I am so morning. happy that you're here today. Great Arizona morning to you. Um, we talked about you yesterday uh, because Sister Jacqueline Rosier, if you guys haven't seen it on my Facebook page yet, she took a picture with two of my books, and it's a beautiful picture. She's holding them, and I wanted to celebrate that with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the picture. Thank you so much, and I did receive the the um, the 
Core Focus yesterday. That is a vitamin that she recommended to me and sent to me. And Lisa took it right and away. I took it right away. And I don't know how <laughs> long it takes to get into your system, but I definitely look forward to seeing less and more results. And another reason why I'm happy that you're here, Sister Jacqueline, because we have a special guest today. Our guest will be with us in nine minutes. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Nine. Oh, no, oh, no. Yeah, that's right. Nine minutes, our mm -hmm. guest is going to be with us. In nine minutes, we have a special guest to share with you. One of our friends that, that we think have a particular skill set, a particular set of skills. Absolutely. I think that that, that words, that articulating words is uh, is so important, but there are different styles of words. We have Melissa on. Melissa has a certain prose to using her words. She uh, she has them in a yeah. rhythmic prose. Poetic prose. Yes. Um, another style is alliteration. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, poetry is in lots of different forms. It can be ryth ryth rhythmic rhyming, or it can be flowing and flowery, or it can be illustrative. It can be metaphorical. It can be a lot of things. Um, but most of all, one of my favorite um, types of writing and speaking is alliteration. I've always really, really enjoyed alliteration. Mm -hmm. I like words that sound similar that go together. I like words that um that I like words in threes. So I like when people make their emphasis with three uh adjectives. And I think that is really cool. It is. It is. And people remember better that way too. Repetition and, and certain rhythms to it too. But the way we use our words, some people are better at it than others. Mm -hmm. And um and the people that are better at it than others, they stand out. Uh, there are certain words that, like, for example, in my practice, teaching people how to sell themselves and their services, part of my curriculum, I teach people how to use voice inflection to persuade. How to use voice inflection to persuade. And I have them write a, a, a sentence that has a lot of craziness in it. But I say, write down this sentence. I did not say he beat his wife. I did not say he beat his wife. There's eight words in that sentence. And there are seven different meanings to that sentence without changing the order or sequence of any of the words. But seven different meanings from that eight-word sentence. Really? Yes. Like, I did not say he beat his wife. That means me in specific. Or I did not say that's an emphatic denial. I did not say. That means I could have implied it. I did not say he it was someone else. I say he beat. He could have pushed her. I say he beat his, his wife. It could have been his child or girlfriend. You know, but all those things without changing the order or sequence. So understanding how words work and how they pull together greatly uh, impact our lives. And I will say this, too, before I let uh, before I uh, lose my train of thought. I believe the two most important skills in life, the two most important skills to help you successfully navigate your life, your way through life. Number one is the ability to communicate, mm -hmm. the ability to communicate. That means to get your point across and, and the ability to understand others and the ability to sell. That's my tenet. If you can sell and you can communicate, you can navigate your way successfully through life. I think that's definitely true. I think I think that um, being able to communicate has afforded uh, me great opportunities that I probably would not have had um, because of how I was raised and where I was brought up. And 
the level the levels of education that I may or may not have had, I think the ability to communicate actually overrode some of those things, particularly in areas that I may not have been otherwise qualified. My articulation allowed them to put faith in the fact that even though I might not be qualified, they could qualify me because I had the ability. Really communicate and a vocabulary. Um, so we got we got five minutes to our guest, y'all. Five minutes to our guest, y'all. I can't wait. I can't wait, man. So where is Melissa Price? Where oh, is what? Hopefully, Melissa is getting some rest. Where? Oh yeah. Where I've been praying for the baby this morning. She's she got sick again. Her daughter got sick Lord. again, and they've been really challenged. Yesterday, she couldn't get her to break the fever. So we have been um, definitely lifting her up and Melissa. That's, that's really, really challenging when the child can't break their fever. Mm-hmm. Whereas Dr. Deborah Dunstan, uh, Dr. Beverly, William Brown, where's our regular peeps? We love, love, love the fact that you guys are here, but I want, I want to share our friend, our guest, with more of my, our peeps. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. I will do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we are looking forward to exploring Sort of the evolution of where um, our special guest got her start in being attracted to words or coming into utilizing words as her career, as her, as the way that not only that she communicates, but the way that she expresses things that have happened. Uh, she was, uh, I, I believe she was also a news reporter mm-hmm. communicating well, no, no, yes, that yes, way. Yes, 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 yes. got morning, Shaki. Shaki. In the house. Shaki, we got a guest going to be here in three minutes and you're going to love her. Absolutely. But I think that the way that we uh, feel about words will in some way shape what careers that we're taking or what directions that we're going on. I have been writing all of my life um, as as a form of therapy. Therapeutically, I've written journals. I've written, uh, obviously, I, I, um, I... edited the school newspaper when I was younger and I went on to write. Wait a minute, um, wait a minute. You edited a school newspaper? Yeah. What grade? Eighth. Really? Mm-hmm. It's so ironic. Did I tell you this? But I was the editor of my high school newspaper for the 10th and 11th grades. I was the editor of the school newspaper. And you, I know you're probably wondering, how could someone so cool as Brian be editing a school newspaper? But I really did. I was, and and it was so crazy because because we came out monthly, and several of the months I wrote six or seven articles in the same newspaper. I would almost write the whole thing myself. (laughs) Sure did. I was the editor of the school newspaper. Dr. Deborah Dunstan, good morning to you. We got our special guest going to be with us in two minutes, and so sharing sharing what was going on in my school and my personal life uh, it carried on into adulthood. When, when I started um, in 2009, back to Eden, I started a, a weekly newsletter to encourage and uplift and inspire women to stay on this journey with me. And then moving on, of course, with the Empowerment Network. Now we have the Empowerment Newsletter and we have had the Empowerment Magazine. We've had a couple of issues of that, but it definitely is a labor of love. I'm still tripping on the fact that I just discovered this, that at some point in our growing up and school years, both Lisa Santiago McNeil and Brian K. McNeil have both served as school 
newspaper editors. <laughs> Go ahead, baby. Jacqueline says, and I don't know who has not purchased and read Brian's books. I strongly suggest you do. No matter how amazing you already are and what you know, you will truly take what you do to another level. I've always been very successful. However, one of my takeaways from reading his books, his books is helping me to work smarter and not harder. Thank you, Brian. Oh, thank you, Sister Jacqueline Rosier. Not only did she purchase my book, she actually read them. Thank you, thank you, thank you for this wonderfully warm testimonial. I like it. Uh, I like that testimonial. And you kind of reminded me uh, your testimonial, Jacqueline, reminded me of William Brown's testimonial. And one of the things William Brown's testimonial says, and he said a lot of things, but one of the things I took from it was he says, reading Brian's books, not only do you feel like you learn how to sell, but you actually learn about Brian the man. He said he was able to determine more about my personality as a person by reading my books. And I thought that was pretty interesting, too. It's time, y'all. Good morning, Sister Felicia. Hey, Felicia. Good morning, beautiful people. It's she time. Says. We've been teasing this out all morning. We got us a guest here today. I know we've had some good guests before, but we got another one today. Her name is Jill Gartz. Coming to the stage, Jill Gartz. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... Uh... Good morning, Jill. Hey, Hopefully they'll Jill. learn a few things from me. <laughs> good morning, good morning, uh, Chef Rev. Good morning, uh, George too. Allen, Grand Rising. You're just in time to catch our amazing guest. Her name is Jill Gartz. So, Jill, before we launch into questioning of you, please introduce yourself however you would like. Okay. Well, uh, a little bit of background. I'm actually a former radio news journalist. I spent, oh my goodness, about 25 years or so in the business. And uh, just have always had a love for writing and, uh, and communicating with people and, and sharing stories and my writing and reporting background over those many years. And I've got many exciting stories to tell. It was really a wonderful career. Uh, but in recent years, I, I, I had a child and decided to start my own writing business. And I find that my background in journalism and in media has really well prepared me for that. And now I'm looking to share my expertise with others who need assistance with writing copy, blogs, emails, content, and elevator pitches. And uh, that's a little bit about me. That was pretty good, Jill. <laughs> um, Jill is actually uh, one of the members of our um, local net virtual networking group that we, not local, national, international networking group that we do, global networking group is what I was looking for, every Wednesday. And since Jill has been a member there, she weekly delights us with the way she chooses to tell her one minute story. She, she puts together prose and poetry and puts different people in her stories. And we all love it. We all love it. And it's hard to follow Jill. So she's pretty good at putting a couple of words together. Jill, I asked you last night, um, and I have a lot of questions for you, but I did ask you last night, are you prepared to showcase some of your verbal skills or poetry or words together? Did you put anything together that you're willing to share with this audience? Yes, I have some of my own commercials, and I also have an example of a commercial I wrote for somebody. So okay. if you one of each, that's fine. That we do. Okay. Let's see. I've got several of them here. Um, oh now, boy, Jill no, prepares I... commercials for clients, the, the written part of it, right? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they give me some information that they want included, and I just uh, just uh, get as creative as I can based on what they gave to me. Okay. 
So let's see, should I go ahead and pick one? Yes, please, and share oh. with our audience. Okay, let me go ahead and, uh, all right. All right, I'll do this as kind of a fun one. All right, when it comes time to write, does a hunt for words keep you up all night? Do words laugh at you, get into your head and taunt, catch me if you can, and promise you a postcard they will send? Don't let words play games with you anymore. It's time for you to even the score. Hi, I'm Jill Gartz of Write For You. Let my pen do your talking. If you are at a loss for words when you want to write a blog, curate content for your website, create follow-up emails, or craft a promo for your latest product or service, let me help you so you won't be so blue. Don't delay your writing needs anymore. Give me a chance and then send me a video of your happy dance. Let's connect and I will give you the best so you can rest. I'm Jill Gartz of Write For You. Unlock your writer's block on my clock. Back to you. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> How cool was that, y'all? Oh, her name is Jill Garth. That's her profession. She helps people with writing and writing needs. And as if you're an entrepreneur, there are a lot of them. There are a lot of times that you have to put together a proposal or a commercial or a, a copy for something. And if you can't nail it, Jill Garth is here to help you. Oh. Um, Dr. Deborah says good morning, Jill. Melissa says good morning. Melissa St. Clair says good morning, Jill. I've been seeing um, the comments. Yes, thank you, everyone, for your support. I really appreciate it. And Renee Peterson said, awesome, Jill. Uh, good morning to you, Dr. Beverly, as well. So, Sister Jill, all right, so so who do you believe you can help best? Well, that's a good question. I just started my business a couple of months ago, so I'm still figuring out uh, all my types of ideal clients, but uh, Basically, what I have put together so far would be small or medium-sized businesses, um, you know, probably uh, solo-owned, uh, marketing or business-related. They offer business services or marketing uh, services, and uh, these people need an experienced writer who can step in and help with tasks like blogs if they want to get more exposure, content writing, help for clients they serve. Basically, I'm offering them a service, taking things off their hand. Uh, so they can focus on business building. Now, you said you started this business just a few months ago, but in the profession of writing, how long have you been doing that? Oh, gosh. As a news reporter, um, I've been in the business since I graduated from college almost. So probably about 20 years or more, 20, 25 years. 20, 25 years you've been writing yeah. and earning your living because of your writing. Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. Not not as a solopreneur, but I've always worked for different radio stations. But uh, but as a uh, but as a writer, yes, those skills have got me in the door, and uh, I have fun with it too. And all the things I've learned over the years has been wonderful. It's amazing how much you improve when you just start doing it every day. I'm sure. I'm sure. Where are you now? Uh, I'm located in Maryland. Maryland. In okay, cool. uh, between Frederick and Baltimore. Awesome. So, so yeah. absolutely north of Washington, DC. So you pick a city and you can say I'm there. <laughs> All right, cool. So so you've been networking around. Let's read this first. Jacqueline says, Jill, that was great. Please. Uh Jill, that was great. Love that it rhymes. That helps to remember what you do and how you help. Love it. Um, were you here when Lisa and I was talking before you got on? How we um throughout history of our country. The leaders have always been the speakers and writers. Yes, yes. That was very interesting. Yes, yes. Now, how do you take that? Because, you know, I think that's the truth. How do you feel about that? Uh, oh, God. Well, you had mentioned, uh, 
the ability to sell and communicate. If you have those two skills, that will really help you get through life. And I think uh, that those are key, especially communication and mm-hmm. using your words. And they teach, I know, uh, being around children, one of the, the first things they, they teach young children, toddlers, is that use your words. You have to learn to communicate. Use your words. I remember telling my 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 daughter that. And uh, in fact, I went to visit the now um, now it's out of business, but the old museum in Washington D.C. And I got a a little uh, post a little magnet that says "Use your words," and that's that's so true. Uh, use your words. Uh, just communicate and what you know. Share your thoughts. Share your words. Express what you want. Express your feelings. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I've taught people that before because people um, have said to me, Brian, how do I become a good speaker? How do I get to be a better speaker? And how do I improve my vocabulary? I've heard these questions too. And my answer has, and I'm asking the same question. Um, how do someone become a better writer? But the, my answer has always been just to read more. If you read more, you'll start speaking more like what you read and your vocabulary will improve if you just read more. That's been my advice. But if someone says they want to, write better or how do they improve their writing? Do you have any thoughts on how they can do that? Well, several. Uh, one thing that I thought about that I've been trying to do a lot more of lately, and I know you've brought this up a lot too, tell a story. Mm-hmm. And that's a great way to open open up a, a blog or a, or a letter or whatever you want to write. And uh, my advice is to, to tell a story, write it down as if you're emailing your friend or putting out a post on Facebook. Just talk about one of your experiences, something that happened to you. And that really opens the door to uh, just being creative and being yourself, be your authentic self. And that has, has really helped me just remembering that. It's not all about the uh, facts and figures, at least not at the start. What I do is I tell a story or relate an experience that people could possibly relate to. And then I get into the facts and figures that I want to uh, to uh, get into. And that's the way I, I start out is just tell a story. And I think that really helps people relax too. And I, I do have, and I, I do have other writing tips too, if you want more, but that's, that's something that I just really, that, that really helps me focus on what I want to get across. Okay, we'll get to that. Go ahead. What were you saying, Lisa? Um, Joel Osteen has learned to start with, he starts with a joke, but that's essentially <laughs> starting with the story. you got to yes. capture the attention of those that are listening in order to get them to buy in to even wanting to listen further to you. Melissa okay. St. Clair says Maryland's our home state, um, Hartford County. Just went oh. a long weekend there. And Dr. Deborah Dunstan has commissioned Jill Gartz to write her story. To write, I love the commercial that Jill wrote for me. It's very catchy. Oh, she goes on to say, that was awesome, Jill. What a rhythm. Definitely <laughs> got a flow. MC Jill. MC Jill. <laughs> I've actually had some, I've actually been really enjoying writing some blogs too. Uh, there's a, there's a woman in our V team group that's given me the chance to write blogs and business related blogs. And, and in fact, that's how I started writing those blogs is I started to tell my own story, just my own experience. And that has really, um, it's just a lot of fun. Then I really get into it. So that's, it looks like you have a lot of fun with it. Now, yeah, you've been talking now with us for about 10 minutes or so. Um, it's very likely that someone is feeling your vibe. Someone wants to connect with you. And someone that wants to connect with you and just follow you and see what you got going on, how do you prefer they do that? Well, I've, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm also on Facebook. So either one of those ways is fine. Uh, they can reach out to me directly on 
by by emailing me if they'd like. But uh, like I said, I am on LinkedIn. I think you have the link if you want to share that in the chat. And uh, Facebook is fine too, Jill Gart. So you can find me on Facebook. Okay, cool. So, and it's also likely that someone has seen you today and said, you know, I want to I want to use her services myself. I want to hire her myself. How do you prefer they do that? Uh, well, they can, either way, they can just send me a personal message. That's okay. the best thing to do. And I also have... Um, individual services available uh, or or monthly packages for a very reasonable price. So if they want uh, more bang for their buck, they can get the monthly packages and I'll do that that work for them for a little uh, little uh, less expensive cost. Amen. You know, your years of journalism and your, your foray into this uh, uh, entrepreneurial sector of the world of, of this time in your life, I'm sitting here listening to you I mean, and a little bit that I know about you, I believe you had to have learned some amazing things about written communication over the years. There's things that you've learned that most people don't know. You know, are you willing to, or do you have a, a, a thing or two that you're willing to teach this loving audience? Oh, goodness, there's so much. I, I would say one thing I've noticed is, uh, is just try to get creative with your words. You had mentioned, or, or uh, Lisa, I mentioned about uh, using adjectives, and when you think about it, just just use catchy words um, in your copy. Come up with a catchy title. Uh, that's a big thing. Uh, I mean, I use a lot of rhyming words. They may be tacky, but they catch attention. Uh, what I learned in radio all those years is you got to capture the listener's ear, and they're driving along the road, and and you write it, and you are. Uh, reading a news story, and you have to keep it very short and simple. Uh, the old motto is "keep it keep it simple, silly." I mean, just very simple words, and and, and uh, get the message out, and very easy for people to understand. And also, um, I noticed with a lot of business commercials, rhyming words and just fun stuff and catchy words. So you can and you do that in a news copy too, where appropriate. So so definitely catchy words. Um, also, I wrote down here. Um, Appeal to the emotions of your audience, define a key problem they are dealing with, and then offer them a solution and talk about how your product or service will help them. And again, a little story here uh, often helps. And I've got much more, but uh, maybe that's enough for an hour. I've got a couple okay, more. We're going to come back to it, too, because yeah. I'm enjoying it myself. You remind me of one of our friends who's made an appearance on this feed before. His name is Sporty King. Now, Sporty King is similar to you, but he does his through speaking. He's a professional speaker. And some of his stuff is really, really, really corny, okay? But some of it is, and all of it, though, some of it is really, really corny, but all of it is really, really fun. And because he's willing to, like, change acronyms around yeah. and play with words and their meanings and take an average word and assign, make that average word an acronym, he does that all the time. And uh, he just has fun, fun, fun with it. And because he has fun with it, even if it's corny, He's wonderfully prosperous. He stays booked as a speaker because he's freaking fun. That's right. That'll do it. Yeah. You enjoy it so much today. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I said he's he's got the right idea. That's uh, have fun. My motto is let uh, let yourself be creative and have fun. And obviously, he's very comfortable doing that, and that really helps. And that really catches people's attention. They love to laugh. They love to relax. They, you know, they, they don't want somebody that's uptight and just have fun, be yourself. And they start to relax and they have fun. And it's, uh, it's really catching. It goes around. And you help them 
to come across as if they're having fun and relaxed through the word, the, the written word versus right. the spoken word. Mm -hmm. Dr. Deborah has another comment. She says, I've also used Jill services for a grant supported oh. project I have coming up. Oh. I definitely recommend her services. Uh, thank you, Deborah. That's so sweet. She's an awesome lady. She's she an is. Awesome Dr. Lady. Deborah is an awesome lady. Um, so we got a couple of minutes left with you. And I'm going to give you these final two minutes because it's very possible that we didn't ask you the question that you wanted to ask yet, or there might be something that you wanted to make sure that you said when you were on here. So please take these last two, two to three minutes okay. and share with us what you've been wanting to share with this audience. Well, I tell you what, I wrote a little piece lately uh, because somebody asked me what makes me an influential entrepreneur. And I'd like to read a, a brief paragraph about the power of words, if I may. Uh, the power of words, it is our words that shape us, communicate for us, and define our personality. As a writer, I use words to portray information in the form of a blog article, promotion of a product or service in a business commercial, or when crafting a follow-up email to a person I enjoyed meeting at a networking event and want to start building a relationship with. We can also be creative with our words and express our personality with them. We can use words to tell a story describe an experience we had, or prompt a call to action. And, and that's really it. I mean, when you sit down and just start telling a story, like, like I mentioned, uh, uh, as if you're writing an email to a friend, you, something really funny happened to you and you want to tell your friends all about it, or, or you put a, a, a blog or a, um, a post on Facebook and tell about an experience you had or, or a product you tried or anything, and you just start to have fun with it. I, mean, I, I love to communicate about things that have happened to me and, uh, and like it, once you get going on it, it's really catching like these business commercials. I start writing them and then I just start to have fun with them and they just start flowing. So anyway, that's that's it. Just the power of words. They like I mentioned, they shape us, communicate for us and define our personality. Amen. Thank absolutely. you so much. Uh -huh. I knew our audience would enjoy you and I'm glad we did. Are you going to be able to hang out in the green room for a little bit? Until the end oh, of sure. Sure. I, I've got nowhere to go at the present time. So okay. I've locked out the hours. So well, we're going to come back to you. Thank you very much for sharing with our audience. You're welcome. And if anyone has any questions, I'd be happy to answer them. All right. Yes. Please put the questions in the comments while Jill is still in the green room. If you do. Thank you, baby. Mm -hmm. All right, so that was pretty cool. We had another cool guest. <laughs> it's amazing. Lisa's doing so much work over here, and I'm bossing her around and hurrying her up for different things. It's now 9.32, and what we've been doing around 9.30 most days these days is we've been sharing from the manifestation cards and the... Um, um, uh, Amazing mindfulness, Amazing mindfulness cards. So Lisa has is going to select two, one of each, one from each deck today. And the first one she selected from the um the beauty cards are the, manif manifest the manifest cards. card is I am royalty. I am royalty. That's the first card. Now we're going to see if the other cards pair with that. The next card. The next card is I am God's greatest work. That per, that pairs beautifully. I am royalty, and I am God's greatest work. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Does that not go together? Look at God lining it up. I am royalty. Say it to yourself and say it with your chest. I am royalty, and I am God's greatest what? 
work. I am God's greatest work. Thank you very much. Good morning, Arthur Lynette. How are you doing, my sister? We just had an amazing guest. Her name was Jill Gartz, and you just missed her. Absolutely. But she came in here and she did her thing. She put her thing down. It is so important to remind yourself of who you are and whose you, you are. are. Who you Every are. Every day. And whose you are. Because if you remember whose you are, you can never treat yourself low. Because mm -hmm. your father's the great king. You know? Absolutely. Her name, and this lady in the yellow top, her name is Lisa Santiago McNeil. And he is Brian K. McNeil. And together we make up what's called the Empowerment Duo. Now, this show is called Let's Talk About It. And it has a little jingle. Let's talk about Let's it. Let's talk about it. Go ahead, say it again. Let's talk about it. With the Empowerment Duo. Our show, we come here to talk about a few things. We talk about personal conversations. Business information. And spiritual inspiration. With a little bit of shenanigans thrown in. That's right. And together we have an expressed ministry. Our expressed ministry is... Economic independence. Through... Entrepreneurship. That's it. That's what we talk about. And Sister Felicia does... She did say it loud and proud. She I, put it in all caps. I am... Royalty. royalty. And Melissa St. Clair says, I am royalty and I am God's greatest work. Absolutely. Yes, you are, my sister Melissa. We got Melissa's today. Well, we got you, which is one Melissa. The other Melissa, again, mommy's duty is never done. A mother's job is never done. Yes, continuing to be in prayer. This particular uh, strain of virus, we don't know what, uh, it keeps coming back. And Charlotte has continually gotten it over and over again. Charlotte is her nine-year-old daughter, right? Or is she 10? She's not a 10, but she's gotten sick. Charlotte is the oldest. Yeah, she's gotten sick a few times. And mom is trying to do her best. Mom and dad actually are taking care of their daughter. And Melissa Price, we mentioned her because she's uh, a mainstay for this show. She's been with this show for at least five or six years. She's, this show's been going on since October of 2016. That's right. Since October of 2016, that's right. Monday through Friday. So let's see. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, <laughs> 22. We've been doing this show for six years. Yes. Can you believe it? Wow. Absolutely. So, and, and we've been talking for six years. We've been talking, sharing, navigating through um, business through personal, a lot of uh, a lot of time we've spent on here is as a married couple, and we share some of that those insights. That's right. Lisa's been on my left, on front of the camera all this time. Mm -hmm. Sister Jacqueline says, "I am royalty as a warrior bride. First thing I put on every day is my crown, which many make, which many may call my helmet of salvation. I am royalty, and you absolutely." <laughs> Our royalty, yes. We're going to do our greeting songs and greeting logos in just a few minutes, but I'm glad we got the crew in here that we do it. Um, do have Melissa St. Clair. We need to find you a greeting song. Renee Peterson, we need that. We need your help in finding you a greeting song because you guys have been here on here regularly enough that we recognize you and we want to greet you the way we greet our people. <coughs> Absolutely, I think. I think that's great. Today is Wednesday. Also, we like to oh, share God. on Wednesday that it is Evaluation Day. Every Wednesday is Evaluation Day. What's Evaluation Day? Wednesdays, you're supposed to, we believe, on Wednesdays, you're supposed to ask yourself two questions. 
two questions you're supposed to ask yourself on Wednesday. Question number one is, what am I doing correctly? What am I doing correctly? What am I, what doing, am correctly? I doing correctly? What am I doing the right way or even kind of the right way? It don't even have to be 100% correct. No. What am I doing <laughs> properly? What is advancing my cause, advancing yes. my health, advancing my business, advancing my relationship? What am I doing correctly? Ask yourself that question and answer for yourself that question because what it does a couple of things for you. One is it, it reinforces good behavior and you discover trends. Mm-hmm. Okay, you discover trends. So that's question one. What am I doing correct? Her last name is Gartz. She wants to find her on Facebook. I would love to have her as a friend on Facebook. There it is. Please post it. I mean, get it. Her name is Jill Gartz. That's her Facebook link right there. Jill.Gartz. Okay. And question number two to ask yourself on evaluation day on Wednesdays. Number one is what am I doing correctly? Number two is hear it right though. Number two is if I had this time to do over again, what would I have done differently? differently? Note all of the words. If I had this time to do over again, what would I have done differently? And this is based upon this week. Like if you had Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to do over again, what would you have done differently? Note, we're not asking you to ask yourself, what did you do wrong? That's the bad question. If you say, what am I doing wrong? Your brain goes seeking out all the things that you could have done wrong as a proper answer to that question. If you ask yourself, what could I have done differently? Your brain seeks out places which you could have spent more time doing this, less time doing that. You could have made that call or not made that call. You could have talked to this person or not talked to that person. What would I have done differently if I had this time to do over again? Mm -hmm. These two questions are are based upon the Japanese concept called Kaizang. It's the science of continuous improvement. Good morning, Mr. Mark Greer. He says, you all represent kings and queens. Let no person or Mm -hmm. no thing ever shake your crown. Wear it proudly and proclaim your excellence boldly. Now, Lisa, read that again, but this time read it as Mark Greer would read it. Let's say it. I don't know. I haven't actually heard Mark Greer speak. Well, I've heard Mark Greer speak, and it would sound like this. You all represent kings and queens. Let no person or no thing ever shake your crown. Wear it proudly and proclaim your excellence boldly. That's how Mark Greer would say it. (laughs) Happy today, Bill. Good morning, Shaki. Again, she goes, I ended up going back to college to get my bachelor's degree from asking that question, which then put me in a position for a future employer to pay for my MBA glory. (laughs) How about that? Question number one is, what am I doing correctly or even kind of correctly? Question number two is, if I had this time to do over again, what would I have done differently? Dr. Deborah Dunster says, I need me a Mark Greer book, book of, of quotes. quotes. I'm just saying. Mark Greer, did you hear that? Dr. <laughs> Deborah says she needs her a Mark Greer book of quotes. And I'm just saying, message, hint, mm-hmm. idea. If Mark Greer says, you're killing me, man. Mark, you know that's how you talk. <laughs> yes, he does, y'all. No matter what he says. When he orders through a drive-thru, that's how he talks. 
<laughs> when he goes in the Subway Two sandwich. All beef patties. <laughs> Special sauce, lettuce, cheese. And I really do want the piping hot french fries <laughs> that you guys say you have in your television commercials. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Greer can do a recording. That was good. It is, man. And Jacqueline says, wow, he sounds like Mufasa from Lion King. Yup. <laughs> there really are men who sound like Mufasa and Mark Greer is one of them. And she says, wow. I'm telling but also he's a friend. You know, I'm giving him a little, we're ripping him a little bit, but he's a friend of mine. It's now 942 and he's a real friend. Hey, Bill, how you doing today? Um, And I count him as, a friend to me is someone that, that you can count on when you need someone. Okay, when you need to talk, when you need some help. Mark is that kind of friend. Okay? And Mark says, we bump, we double teaming a brother now. <laughs> we love you, though. So we're going to do what we do. We like to thank our consistent contributors with greeting songs and greeting logos. Once again, I'm reaching out to Sister Renee Peterson to help us find her jam because she deserved one. And um, uh, Melissa St. Clair as well. Help us find a genre of music or something that you like. Go to the top, baby. That is the top. Who's the first one? Jacqueline. Okay. Jacqueline Rosier. Jacqueline Rosier has a logo, according to Jacqueline, and she also has a song. Jacqueline Rosier, pretty little girl that I adore. You're the only one my heart beats for. I'm so glad that you are mine. That's right. And on your screen, it says, My Jones. Her name is actually Shaki. And guess who's back? Back. Back again, again, again. Sharky's back, back, back. Tell a friend, friend, friend. Sharky's back, Sharky's back, Sharky's back, Sharky's back. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> Dr. Deborah's here. And she got a song. Dr. Deborah, nonprofit strategist and funding coach. Mm -hmm. Make sure y'all join us on the Mm-hmm. For Dr. Deborah's song, Miss Felicia Gardner has a jam as well. Felicia, we, we love you. You're, You're the, the one, the one, one for me. me. Good morning, Miss Felicia Gardner. You are such an important <laughs> member to this thing, to this thing that we do here. Author Lynette has a jam as well. Absolutely. Her jam goes. At this table, we sit. Making it legit. Because when Lynette hits the show, oh, shh. We need some more rap jams. <laughs> uh, who else is Brother next? Mark is Mark next. Greer has a jam as well. <clears throat> and his jam go. Wait a minute. Did we do? Uh, we skipped one. Go back up. Go back up. Go back up. I'm going to tell you who we skipped. Mm -hmm. Go back up. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you we didn't. Uh, oh, Dr. Beverly. Yep. Dr. Beverly is on the show. Good morning, Dr. Beverly. How you doing? Enjoy y'all. I think we skipped. No, nope. he's after. Or he is before, but I don't see him. Yes, he is there. His name is Mr. George Allen. He's also known as Chef Rev. And he has a jam as well. And it goes, why must I eat like that? Why not hire Chef Rev? He puts the good food in me. Not, 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 not. That's right. Now, if this is your first time watching this and you wonder what we're doing, I know it might seem a little silly, but we love to bless and thank our consistent contributors of greeting songs and greeting logos. And up next is Mr. Mark Greer. Yes. He has a jam. 
So wide you can't get around it. So low you can't get under it. So high you can't get over it. Mark Greer is under a groove. He's getting down just for the funk of it. Mark Greer is under a groove. Nothing can stop us now. That's Mark Greer's jam, y'all. Mr. William Brown hates safely up in Van Etten, New York. Yes. He took himself a beautiful walk in beautiful country this morning and documented with pictures. Thank you, Bill, for that. And he has a jam as well. His name is William Brown. He has a jam as well. And it goes, <clears throat> good morning to our friend Bill. Nobody thinks like him still. We love him so and we always will. Our friend Bill. Bill, I forgot to ask you, when you were interviewing for the position as the director of the retreat, did you tell them that you've already got a song about you called Good Morning to Our Friend Bill? Did you sing it for them during your interview process? I forgot to ask. <laughs> Shaki says, y'all have created a monster because I sing Shaki's Bag. That's right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Shaki's Bag. Shaki's Bag. I've created a monster. <laughs> That's right. In my head. That's what you're supposed to do. Bill is still getting acquainted with his critter friends at the center. Ha, ha, ha. Groundhogs and deers are welcoming committee. Whoa. Groundhogs and deers. There's probably a lot of them. Groundhogs and probably a lot of deer. Because people don't hunt like they used to hunt. And Miss St. Clair, you have a great day. Oh, as well. they are, does he want them hunting up there? I don't know if he wants them hunting or not, baby. I'm saying because people don't hunt as much as they used to, deer populations have, have really, really come up in this country. Really? Yes, that's what I hear. That's what I hear. Okay. Bambi. And even though we're taking away some of their natural habitat, the deers have to go somewhere. So those woods are crowded with deer. They, they, uh, Melissa has deer in her backyard. Yeah, you, you almost could say almost everyone's backyard anywhere is going to have some deer. Okay, so it's now 948. Okay, um, we always enjoy our time here with you guys. You guys do a lot for Lisa and I. You give our life some stability, you encourage us, you give us a reason to sing, and we also take great delight in watching what you guys do. Who did I have the conversation with? Was it with William Brown? or Mark Greer, or somebody, about all these connections that you see that happen in this feed. Another opportunity to have a connection is Lisa and I are part of a global networking group, and we've been doing it for almost two years, at least a year and a half. No, it's got to be closer to two years, because we were at presidents of the club for, for a year and a half. For a year and a half, yes. We're not the current. I was the president of the club for a year and a half. Lisa was the vice president of this club for a year and a half. Um, we're not the current vice president, because we ain't supposed to be presidents for life. Okay. However, we this still is not England. That's right. But we do attend this weekly networking group called V Team Virtual Networking. If you have a business that can be that you can serve globally, a business without boundaries, a business without geographical boundaries. If you have one of those, you should take part in V Team. If you want to know part, know more about it, uh, inbox me or Lisa. Because today at noon Eastern Standard Time, twelve p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Eastern Daylight Time. It's Eastern Standard Time. Bill, EDT. Bill, it's the EDT or EST right now. It's Somebody help us out. <laughs> it was EDT in the winter. No, it's, it's EST e in the winter. It's EDT. Oh, cool. Now we got a disagreement here. 
Is it E S T or E D T right now? It's E D T. Ah, Jill agrees with me. Okay, so that's, that's one vote from Jill. <laughs> I think it's E S T. You can think. Who who said? Are we today? Is today an EST or EDT day? Today is EDT. EST is winter time. How do I know she's not just trying to piggyback on you? EST is Eastern Standard, Standard time. time. Right. We are now, we have more time, right? So it's Eastern Daylight Time. We have a longer daylight. That's what the D is for. Okay. EDT. If Renee Peterson says it, it's got to be true. Okay. <laughs> George Allen thank says you, as well. Thank you. So it's EDT. Okay. All right. All right. Y'all got me. Daylight time. Y'all got me. All right. All yeah. Right. You know <laughs> that if you all didn't vouch for me, <laughs> he would have stood his ground because he thinks he is always right. I am also always right, except for those times um, that I'm not. <laughs> Brian, listen to your wife. Felicia says, Eastern Daylight Time. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Eastern Daylight Time. Okay. Okay. I got it. Okay. I got it. Y'all got me. Okay. We got you, Lisa. Oh, oh, really, Renee? You going to say it like that? Like you got Lisa's back? Like you need to protect Lisa from her husband? What's that about? (laughs) What's that about, Renee? Protect Lisa from her husband's belief that he is always right. I am always right, except for the times when I'm not. <laughs> uh, George Allen says the wife's always right. He doesn't. He doesn't subscribe to that. Yes, I do. No, except for those times. <laughs> you don't. No, he does not subscribe. Lisa, subscribe to that. what are you saying on camera? You say all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's true, um, and that's why I say to you, you could be right because you believe in that it's right and it being right. Really are two inconsequential. You are going to give them a for a false impression of Brother Brian. (laughs) That he always thinks he's right. You think that I need to give them that impression? Yes, that's what you're contributing to right now. I think they've had those impressions. Dr. Brother says this is one of those times. You're right. Okay. Happy wife, happy life. I'm with all of those things, even when she's wrong. That's the answer. (laughs) George Allen, look at what he said. He said the wife is always right. And then uh, less than a minute later, he comes back with, even when she's wrong. Mm-hmm. Makes my case. Anyway, it's 9.52. We love hanging out we with gotta you go. guys. <laughs> we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Hopefully see some of you guys at V-Team. I know Renee's going to be there. I know Jill's going to be there. I know Dr. Deborah's going to be there. Absolutely. It will be great to see. If you'd like to be a guest, just inbox me or Brian. We'll give you the code. We'll help you to get on, and we'll look forward to seeing you there. uh, Jacqueline says, sorry, Brian. Lisa is one of the most right persons. I am a blessed man. Okay, but we don't have some time for more comments. We got to close the show. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. It's Wednesday. Hump day. Don't forget to have sex. Bye-bye.